Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host. Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Notilperino. Wow, that was, that was WWF style, not even WWE. That's, that's old school. Do you like it? Yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I channeled my inner WWF. Who were the big announcers? Uh, in the WWF? Yeah. I mean, I, I I forget who. I mean, the last time I was really into WWF, I think it was maybe even so, still called the WWF, or maybe it was like getting ready to change over. I was like maybe like a freshman in high school. Yeah. So that would have been like 94. I think Jerry the King Lawler had started doing the announcing um who was the who was the guy with the mustache that just died recently yeah i forget Eugene okerland yeah he was great he was like he would do like the backstage stuff um i don't know i mean my my brain is riddled from drugs and alcohol at this point i can't i can't remember what i did last tuesday let alone fucking you know my my younger days i did have the hulkamania workout set when i was a kid nice you remember that i don't it was uh it was a tape. I think it maybe even came with like a little boombox, but it was like a tape that had the Hulkamania, the Hulkamania song, and then it had uh, the wristbands and the headband, and some dumbbells, some barbells. So just what do you make of Hemsworth? Is it Liam Hemsworth? I don't. Uh, I think it's Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. He's the one that was Thor, right? He's gonna play Hulk Hogan, dude. I mean, in a movie. I think it's pretty awesome. First of all, I think it's supposed to be directed by Todd Phillips, right? Ooh, like and, that. Uh, I, I was just watching, I've tried to watch Thor Ragnarok like 40 times. Uh, Laz has told me on 30 slides that it's like a great buddy. I'm like, I've tried to watch it 40 times. Uh, I was just watch, trying to watch it again the other night. I'll say one thing. The dude gets jacked yeah. to play Thor. How many that P- fucking dude is huge. How many PDs movies. are these uh, actors taking for that shit? I don't know. I, you, you have know, to be on PDs, right? I, I, you know, I had... Uh, the guy who trained them on the uh, Joe Prano podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one thing that I regret not asking is the PEDs. But also, like, I, I was thinking about it and I didn't want to say, I, you know, because it's not illegal, right? Yeah. Like, he could take it. Those guys could take a human growth hormone if they want. Like, it's not like they're baseball players or yeah. whatever. Uh, I didn't ask that. But he made it, you know, he certainly didn't make it seem like these guys were taking steroids. You know who my brother told me takes PDs, and I think it just became a thing, but it's been known forever. All the Navy SEALs are just jacked. Like, my brother said to the point, actually, I don't know if he said this. I don't want to quote him wrong on this. I thought he might have said that our government like was giving them PDs. I mean, we know about the stuff in World War II, the, right. the drugs that they would give soldiers, but that all the... Special ops guys, a lot of them are just jacked up. Interesting. I'd love to ask a Navy SEAL about that. Yeah. They're going to be like, no, all natural. 
because I'm because America. Yeah, like I'm just pumped full of patriotism. We have a good episode. Do today. we? We do because I'm excited. We're it's gonna. It's a confident. Uh... Well, I am confident because we're gonna play another game of real or fake headline, the Black Sports Online game. And I, oh, I am excited. I got up early this morning. I wrote some doozies. I mean, this this is my calling. I know. This is your calling. And you're just also all about, like, I'm convinced that you want to be in a buddy cop movie with fucking Robert Little or whatever his name is. Robert, he won't even respond to my tweets. I mean, he's busy, dude. You know how long it must take him to write those headlines? It's going to take him 20 minutes each, right? I was looking at Black Sports Online's Twitter. First, he's got to go to the fridge. He's got to jumble up a bunch of words and with magnets. He has 586,000 tweets. Yeah. I was watching the new added tweets while I was looking at headlines. See the king of black Twitter? I'd like to give him that nomination. Who else is the king of black Twitter? World of... Uh, worldwide... What, what is it? Worldwide Wob? No, he's the king of NBA Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what did I say? I meant black Twitter. You said black Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Is Robert Littell the king of black Twitter? I think he's the king of black Twitter. I think he might be. Let's give him that honor. Yeah, you're all about it. You're, you're just so desperate to have this guy on the show. I love it. Robert. You're like, you're the king, bro. Let's give it to Robert, him. Robert, you got a spot right here, my friend. Come on. You're LA-based. Join us in the Smut Studio. We'll talk all things black Twitter for six hours. Which for him is three headlines. <laughs> so we're going to get to that later on in the show. I think this is a good segue to black Twitter. Why is Ja Rule starting beef with every mid-major city in the NBA? Are you Be- following this? Yeah. It's because- hilarious. And, and, he's, and he's swinging and missing, too. I think he, uh, he called out the Kings for not winning a championship, even though they've won a championship. And he said that Carl Anthony Towns was going to leave them in the offseason, even though he's on the Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Ja Rule is now a punchline from the Firefest situation, and those documentaries didn't help. And now, so Ja Rule is just now fucking fair game for everybody. Like, you, you're, you're just going to be a punchline forever. So ja- also, can I just say I thought Ja Rule should have been a punchline before Firefest. What has he ever done besides that fucking holla, song? With holla. J- yeah, it's like the J Lo song. He had a few hits. Ah, uh, he was always trash. Let's see if you know this. What country did they film the music video for Holla? Canada, Brazil. Never would have known, dude. That. I know two thousands hip hop like no other. Is Ja Rule hip-hop? He's hip-hop. Like, I could tell you, he, who was it? Who was the guy he sung or did the, the song Living It Up With? Was that Jaheem? Like, I know a lot of... Yeah. Was it Jaheem? I don't know. But that's another one. That one, the other, it's like, he, he, did, he did do a lot of singing in his shit, too, didn't he? Dude, him and, him and uh, it was him, who, who was always doing songs with? Christina Milian? I don't know. Don't care. Don't care. The point is, Ja Rule is now, he's obviously not embraced the fact that he is forever a punchline. And now, you know, when the kings are coming at you, bro, you know, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. What's next? Minor league baseball teams? And, and why did he try to take that he now has a curse? You can't still little be the base god. Like, he's the guy with the curses. Yeah. You can't say there's a Ja Rule curse. I mean, because he's Ja Rule, he's never done anything original. You really are not a fan of Ja Rule. No, I'm not. I've never been yeah, a fan. I always second. thought it was super whack. But like some of his songs, 
Again, this is like where, what song? This is where we differentiate. If I'm okay, I'm in college. Take yeah. take me back to early 2000s. Andy Ruther. Okay, I'm at a frat party. Ja Rule, J Lo, I'm Real comes on. I'm on the dance floor drinking. I'm with girls. I'm having fun. Okay, you could say the same thing about Genie in a Bottle. Doesn't mean it's not fucking whack. Okay, fair enough. Right? Like I don't want to hang out with fucking you know, like. If, but, uh, but Christina Aguilera legitimately has an amazing voice. Right. I'm saying the Spice Girls want to be make you get up and fucking dance. Doesn't mean like I give a shit about what they're tweeting and what they're fucking. Oh yeah, I'm not. That ta- they're like a trendsetter. I'm not saying that Ja Rule's not a giant. I'm meme. just saying he's he's he was a whack pop star basically. That's what I'm saying. No love for Ja Rule. No. None. Did you Zero. Wa- did you watch his performance in Milwaukee? No, what what performance? That's what, how this all has started. No, they had a '90s night. The Bucks did a '90s night, the, and the Bucks were basically trolling, right? Yeah, because they went Ja Rule. So he was the halftime performer, and then they had, and then after him, they had that guy sucking dick for Evian. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, now the Evian water bottle giveaway. There's an Evian bottle under your seat, and if you if you look under your seat and you don't have Evian, this dude will come suck your dick. Is there a better clip in a movie? No. No, there's not. Have you read into that? I read into that. What? So, but that- no. Well, how about this? This is the what we have to talk about more than anything. A dirt ball slid into my DMs. So that's my uncle. Shut the fuck up. And my uncle, he goes, "We didn't know about this. We're finding all about this right now." My family's like, "What the fuck?" Wait, it's his uncle second. Andy. Yeah, because the guy's name is Andy. Yeah. So, dude, we've got some great dirt ball leaks lately. So. Andy King, that's his name. Yeah. Dirtball slid into my DMs. Said, that's my Uncle Andy. The kid's last name is also King. He's like, we just found out about all this. They just found out he was gay or they just found out that- I'm pretty sure they knew he was gay, but I think they just found out that he's sucking dick for water. Well, he supposedly was going to. Was willing to. to. But he also said, like, the thing is he didn't do it. Why would he say that? He was just, well, he's like, I want to be a meme. For the record, if you don't know what we're talking about, this is from the Fire Festival documentary. I think everybody knows what we're talking about at this point. You say that. I, I tweeted that video out for the Oscars, and people were like, what is this from? And I'm thinking, go watch the goddamn documentary on Netflix. A dirtball is related to him. First, we have the kid. Like, closely. Who has one leg claiming to be a six-figure all-star. Yeah. Now we have this. This has been a good week for the Dirtball fan. Yeah, yeah. He actually messaged me that a while ago. I think the first time I posted like a tweet with that picture in it. He didn't want that in the movie. Okay. Why did he say it? So I read into this. I saw there was a a news article about it. He regretted it, and then he was like, ah, after he said all that, apparently he says to them, guys, don't put this in. And it was an issue. And they were like, are you kidding? (laughs) They're like, we weren't even making a documentary until you said that. Now we're making a documentary. This was a deposition, and now we're like, holy shit, we can sell this to Netflix. You were going to suck dick for Evian? You know what's funny? I didn't know. You had your Super Bowl tweet yeah, about that guy, Andy yeah. King. I still hadn't seen the documentary, so I didn't fully get your tweet, even though I'd seen a lot of tweets about him and sucking dick, so I knew there was some sort of connection. Yeah. I didn't see the movie until after the Super Bowl, and then I was just laughing. It was like a post-tweet laugh at your tweet 
because of how ridiculous. Like I had to rewind it. Yeah, I was a little stoned. I think that night. And I go, did he just say he would? Suck I was alone. Dick? I was truly. I watched it alone. Yeah, so did I. And I was like, wh- I literally, I paused it and I say out loud to no one. I go, wait, what did he just say? <laughs> <laughs> what? I like stopped. It's like one of those things. You're. Yeah. I stopped. It, I got on the internet. I'm like, am I crazy or did that guy just say? And they're like, star of the Firefest documentary, Andy King sucking dick for water. I was like, oh my god. So anyway, yeah, Ja Rule. I just think I've kind of always thought he was a clown. I, you know, I maybe am an, I might be more of a Fifty Cent fan than is really appropriate anymore. Like I was huge on Fifty Cent, uh, like right out of the gate. Obviously, he kind of fell off toward the end. You know, the the last few releases he had or whatever. But, but Fifty Cent came out strong. Yeah, his, Fifty Cent came his, out super strong. His first two albums, L- fucking legit. Very, very good. But right out of the gate, he, him, and Ja Rule were beefing. That's right. And I was like, "Who's, who's on the Ja Rule side of this beef?" Yeah. Like literally, who is on the Ja Rule side of this? True. Beef? I was like, "Is that really a beef if everybody is for one guy?" Yeah, I don't know one person who was Team Ja Rule. My favorite Dave Chappelle—not my favorite, but one of my classic—you know the Dave Chappelle joke? No. From his 2004 special. It's his Showtime special. Yeah, I want to say it's either 2003 or 2004. I think it's 2004. I forget what it's called. Is that Killing Him Softly or is that his HBO one? I don't know. Anyway, regardless, he's got a bit in his 2004 special where it's funny because Chappelle was almost ahead of his time. You know how now they'll go to celebrities or influencers on their hot takes on politics? Chappelle has a bit in that. He's talking about 9-11 and how crazy it was. And Chappelle goes, I'll never forget, I was watching TRL. And Carson Daly's like, you know, this, this is a very rough time for America. It's a very rough time for the city of New York. We're going to bring in Ja Rule for what he thinks. <laughs> and Chappelle's joke is like, he's like, no one at home is like, oh, my family's dying. Can someone tell me what Ja thinks about all yeah, this? I, remember I, that. I want Ja's By take. By the way, that kombucha sip was my 9-11. I just covered myself in. You got to be careful with that kombucha. Yeah. Got, I got living cultures on my sweatshirt now. Yeah. It can be slimy at times. Yeah. I don't like that. You got you to give it that soft, soft upside down shake. Yeah. I'm telling you, go to Costco, you get a six pack for $14.99. Wow. Trader Joe's, those cost $2.99 a piece. Whole Foods are like six bucks. Across the street here, Windward Farms Market, same thing. Anyway, that is your kombucha money saver part of the. That's your Costco. Costco is not actually a sponsor. Costco is your Miller Lite. You just plug them all the time. Oh yeah, the unofficial big box store of the Dirty Sports Podcast. I might get a new ottoman for the Smut Studio. I was eyeing it Costco last night. Newer, fresher, upgraded. (laughs) I like when you say stuff like that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I'm excited. Anyway, but we're on limited schedule. I'm leaving tomorrow morning for St. Louis. You have a showcase tonight. We both got to get our haircuts. We got to make this show. I'm not even getting my haircut. I'm just getting a nice hot towel shave today. Gay Dave? Yeah, I call him Barber Dave. Yeah, gay Barber Dave. Yeah, getting a, getting a shave. He's going to get him to shape up the mustache. Usually, I never think you know this about me. I never keep my... Uh, keep my beard long when I have the mustache, but I've let it go so so I can let I give I'm giving him a canvas to work with today. Oh nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing Trippy. Trippy gave me a he's doing me a special Are you favor. Doing lines for the wedding? No, 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 no. Why don't no, you get like no, uh why no. don't you get like 
just married or something in your hair or like happily ever after or get like best and man on the side some fucking anthony mation shit well as much as i'd like to do that i think my buddy's wife would fucking kill me okay like i have to show some respect why because they're getting married i mean they're gonna be standing on the altar i'm gonna be up he they're only having a one best man and one maid of honor so it's not a big wedding party right gotcha you, everyone's going to look up and see this guy with fucking zigzags in his hair or best man. Come fine. on. That's fine. Just a, I mean, you're the one that rocks it regularly these days. Well, I, I, I will give an a, a early announcement. I am doing something special for the marathon. Okay. There will be a special hair design, which I've already discussed with Trippy. Flames? So it looks like you're running fast. Maybe. Maybe. Little little tease for the for my marathon haircut. Okay, let's get through some of this news. Let's do it. The Eagles will not franchise we've been, Nick Foles. We've been skipping the million dollar bounty forever. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you want to talk about that? I mean, no. But you've just had. I'm just like I, sometimes you put stuff on the rundown, and we always skip it. And I'm like, how long does it stay on the rundown after it's been news? Well, the two the the two week old news about Kevin Garnett having a bounty on. Yao Ming. Well, I thought it was kind of funny news. Yeah. I haven't read the story even though it's been on the rundown for two weeks. See, so I mean, what's the point? I mean, I have I have the gist from the headline, but my answer is, did anybody collect that bounty? No, nobody collected the bounty. So the news headline is, Kevin Garnett says the 2000 USA team put a $1 million bounty for dunking on Yao Ming. And, and that's the team that didn't even win it, right? Or I believe they, they did. Okay. That is the team that Vince Carter dunked on that dude. Right, right. Anything is possible! Except dunking on Yao Ming, apparently. That guy's tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so nobody dunked on him. That's hilarious. Basically, Who's, Whose bounty was it? Kevin Garnett's? Yeah, and he hadn't played in the U.S. yet. So this is what right. Garnett said. He said, people didn't know we had a bounty on Yao Ming. The whole USA team had a bet. We had a million-dollar bet on who was going to be the first person to dunk on Yao Ming. None of us did. We tried to dunk on Yao, but he would block it or we would miss. Fucking shout-out to Yao. I was always a big Yao fan. Were you? Yeah. I liked his game. He was touch. You know, he had a good, he had a good jump shot. He had touch. He had skilled, very skilled for his size. Sadly, of course, you know, injury derailed. And the thing, you know... The one thing I'll say about Yao Ming, I liked his game, um, but we got to do something about the NBA, like the Basketball Hall of Fame just being like a, if you played in another, you know Dino Raja's in the Basketball Hall of Fame? Dino Raja? Yeah, he's in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Former Phoenix Sun? Yeah, former fucking a million. Was he a Spur too? He was a Celtic. Yeah, Dino Raja, Basketball Hall of Fame. Was he a son? Or am I just making that up? I have no idea. I'm sure he played for a bunch of teams. He wasn't very good. Yeah, that's what people don't realize. The basketball hall of it's the basketball hall of fame. It's international. It's not the national and it's basketball. Even even college, like there's college. You know, if you, you have an, a crazy college career, you get in. Like I thought, the college basketball hall of fame. There's also, but I'm saying the basketball hall of fame encompasses all basketball. There's like street ballers in the basketball hall of fame. It's not a. It's not the professional basketball hall of fame. It's just the basketball hall of fame. You mean the professors in the in the, in the basketball hall of fame? Yeah, probably the, the and one guy. Yeah, he's the white guy, right? Yeah, hot sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your 2004 basketball hall of fame class, hot sauce. I think the guy that I filmed yesterday, he hate beach, me. <laughs> he should be in. The, yeah, the the shoeless, shirtless crackhead who was stretching before he was shooting. 
So no one dunked on. Shout out to Yao. Nice, I, I was nice surprised job. by that. Yeah. Defend the red flag. Yeah. The, the, the Great Wall of China, I as was, they called them. You beat me to it. That was one wall they were not getting over. Yeah. Trump would have loved that shit. Yeah. Okay, so I teased it a second ago. The Eagles will not franchise Nick Foles. You and I have both shared our opinions at length. He's going somewhere else. The interesting thing about Nick Foles, though, he's successful in Philly, but he really hasn't had success... Will he have success anywhere else? For some reason, he just plays well in Philly. Um, I mean, it kind of depends on your definition of success, I guess, right? Like, obviously, he was successful in Philly in that he won the Super Bowl MVP. But how many games did he win? True. You know? He's he's had two stints in Philly. Um, You know, what, what do you think he's won a total of? 15 games? 12 games in, in two full stints with them? Um, I bet you. I bet you. Uh, I'm gonna say he's won 18 games. Is this including playoffs? No. I mean, like, how many career wins do you think he has? So let's break. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be really close. So Nick Foles in 2013 went eight and two. Mm-hmm. Then he went six and two. So he's at 10 wins. No, that's bad math. <laughs> 14. Oh, sorry. Eight, eight and two and six and Jesus two. Jesus Christ. Sorry, I was looking at something else. So he had 14 wins in those two seasons. Then he went two and one in 2017 and then four and one this year. Yeah. So. Closer to 20. So 20 wins. Yeah. What's his career record down there? In Philly? No. Yeah. You give, yeah, sure. Give us us in Philly. His career record in Philly is 21 and 11. Right. His career record overall as a starter is 26 and 18. His career record as a playoff uh, in the playoffs as a starter is four and two. Right. Uh, look, you know, I, I think the, the most important thing about this story is obviously they didn't franchise him because he has no trade value, I guess, as a top five paid quarterback for a year, you know, um, no one, no one is interested in Nick Foles at whatever it is. I'm sure $25 million. Sure. Um, which I, I understand that makes sense. Um, that was my argument the whole time with, uh, Philly keeping him is that he's not worth that money. And, you know, if you believe that you're ready to win right now, seeing as how you're a year removed from the Super Bowl, you have a lot of the same pieces, whatever. Um, maybe you you pay him far less and you try to get your value for Wentz. So they have these two quarterbacks that everybody agrees are at least, you know, starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Sure. For, uh, for some team, not for every team, but for some team. And they've gotten no value. They didn't get any thing for one of them yeah bless you i'm allergic to eagles talk um but uh so yeah he's off i mean does anybody think he ends up what, what would you say the vegas odds are him ending up at the jaguars right now is minus 900 probably pretty good yeah i think he's gonna be a jaguar where else does he end up what what what's another destination you'd see? The Redskins aren't paying him and Alex Smith. Alex Smith obviously he's done, but like I guess you could see the Redskins, but I doubt it. I think he ends up in Jacksonville. Is he gonna end up in Miami? I think Nick Foles, I like his mentality. Does he go to the Broncos? I like his mentality as a quarterback. He's a very 
just mellow. He's not dramatic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that fits the NFL better. I'd rather have a Nick Foles mentality than a Baker Mayfield mentality as as my quarterback. Does that make sense? Meaning? Meaning along the lines of a low more key. even keel. Your boy Eli's like that. Tom Brady, I'd say for the most part, he has his moments, but Tom Brady for the most part is like that. Peyton. Peyton Russell. Manning. Yeah, I mean, guys who are like more mellow and low key. I just, I like that mentality better for your quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I look. mean, Carson Wentz is the same way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think, I think, you know, it's all a matter of, you know, you're balancing talent with that. So you have to, you have to take what you can get in somebody's persona. I mean, I don't think anybody thinks Nick Foles more talented than Baker Mayfield. So that's the trade off. I'd bet anything he ends up in Jacksonville. And I think they'd be smart to sign him. Well, when he gets that new contract, I'll tell Nick Foles what he should do. He should download that Robinhood app, Joe Prano. Guys, Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum. There is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy to understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, trade your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Dirty Sports a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. So sign up at dirtysports.robinhood.com. And once again, if you show me a screenshot of using dirtysports.robinhood.com, I will send you some koozies. I'm actually sending some koozies to... Canada. Canada. When I get back. It's getting, getting that extra postage. Yeah, exactly. So I'm willing to go up north, guys. In, <laughs> in one... <laughs> Sounds like a fucking sex move. Yeah. I'm willing to go up north, if you know what I mean. <laughs> in other NFL news, Pac-Man Jones has been arrested once again. Unbelievable. I know this casino, by the way. Yeah, where was it? Dearborn County. It's in Indiana. Okay. He was arrested at the... I know this. I've driven by this many times. It's off the highway. The Rising Sun Casino. A video has been released... Or no, was there a video? He was charged with misdemeanor assault, disorderly conduct, obstructing official justice, along with a felony of harassment with bodily substance for... Sp- no, no, that's his, <laughs> that's his other arrest when he spit at a nurse. I'm, I'm, I'm mixing these up. He was charged. Pac-Man Jones is an enigma because I've heard a lot of talk recently about guys. The reason these guys that get in trouble or cause a stink or cause a media thing and they and they get signed or they don't get signed is they're good. They're oh, he's just too good not to sign or he's oh, he's not good enough for the headache. Is Pac-Man Jones that good? Like, well, he was released by the Broncos, right? But my my he's point old now. My my point is is like how many times has he gone? Like, has this happened to him? Yeah. He's been like fine. But like, when was the last time Pac-Man Jones was like an All-Pro? Yeah, 
he was arrested this time for public intoxication, disorderly conduct, and intimidation uh, early this morning. He's 35. He's played 14 seasons. Yeah. I mean, goodbye forever. <laughs> That's one of my favorite gifts now, too. Yeah. Kyle, the Kyle Mooney, goodbye forever. Bye forever. <laughs> I don't even know what it's from. Yeah. But he was a, we're talking about a former Aaron Hernandez Savage of the Year award winner. Yeah. He's high up on the pedigree of Dirty Sports. And I'm just going to toss it out there. Once we remodel and redo the wall in back of me, I think we need a Pac-Man Jones mugshot. I mean, we should have a wall of just Pac-Man Jones mugshots. It should just be this <laughs> fucking his 12 mugshots at this point. Yeah. You ever see when they make a picture out of a lot of smaller pictures? Yeah. It's like yeah. one of those things. We should have a picture of Pac-Man Jones that's a composition of just all his 40 headshots, his 40 mugshots. I like it. And a picture of him fighting that guy with the fanny pack and a backpack on at yeah. the airport. Yeah. You know you know who he's boys with? He's boys with Merriman. You know he's uh, he was inducted into the... Uh, World Star Football Hall of Fame. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. That's a good one, Brano. A World Star Hall of Fame. Curated by the mayor. Yeah. Every day, the mayor sends me... I, I wake up to a text. You see this shit on World Star? His, What's the Black Sports Online headline for Pac-Man Jones? Is that making the cut? That's a good question. It's not. I don't have my phone in front of me, but... What did it say? You want to pull it up? I mean, why not, right? If we're doing it. The Black Sports Online headline for Pac-Man Jones. What do we got here? Do you want the tweet or the headline? The the, The headline, of course. Oh, not too bad. Pac-Man Jones arrested a casino for cheating at the table and resisting arrest. Parentheses video. Wow, that's the shortest headline in Black Sports Online history. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's a real short one. Oh, he just repeats his tweets. That's why he's got so many tweets. I feel you, Robert. You pushing that? You pushing the stories? You're such a fucking... I feel you, brah. <laughs> Tell you, me and Robert, man, we're going to kick it. Yeah. We're, we're going to... He doesn't even know. He's going to be my new... You're always talking about content is king. I need a fucking... I'm telling you, I need a buddy cop. I need you and Robert in your in your new Toyota, some GoPros on you, just driving around doing shit. Yeah. Like fucking... Uh, like uh, Tracy Morgan and... Uh, who's, who's the movie he's in? The other guy? Like the, that cop movie with? I never saw it. I don't know. doesn't matter. I like it. Sean William Scott or something like that? He, Who knows? He takes me to like... Like all black neighborhoods. And then you take them to fucking all Trader white. Joe's. Yeah, all white neighborhoods. You're like, this kombucha, this is where you get the good kombucha. He's like, what the fuck is kombucha? He's like, white comedian drives me in black Toyota hatchback <laughs> to Trader Joe's on Sepulveda. Shows me best kombucha deal. Prentice's video. Do you want to play the game? picks. Do you want to play the game? Let's save it. Let's save it. you want to play the game? No, we got to get through the sports news. We got, that's got to be our that's gotta be our button before calls. Okay. Okay. Let's get to some Major League Baseball news. Nolan Arenado love this deal. Signed an eight-year, two hundred sixty million dollar deal, which now makes him the highest paid per year player yep. in Major League Baseball history. Love, love this deal. Thirty-two and a half million. I love this deal for a number of reasons. I love this deal because they got it done before you know free agency. They locked him up for a while. I also like the 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 thing that 
makes me really, really like this deal is, yes, it's the highest per season, but it's for eight seasons. And, and there's also an opt-out. Yeah. After, I believe, three years. Good for Well, good for Nolan Arenado if he wants to like up his fucking you know, yeah. money. But also, the problem with these contracts is the last few years like of a 10-year deal, of a 12-year, 15-year, whatever they are, always are shit. Yeah. So I'd rather, if I'm a baseball team and I have the money and there's no salary cap, pay the guy more and pay the guy for a shorter time, whatever. If for some reason something happens to Nolan Arenado and he's not good in the last two seasons of this deal, fine. You're eating the last two seasons. But there's like, you know, look at Miguel Cabrera. Like I said, I think they're paying him until 2024 still. He's basically done. He's, he should be out of baseball. They're going to pay him until 2024. Like, I, I, like a, I like a bigger deal for a shorter time. And uh, good for the Rockies. They have the best third baseman in baseball, and they've got him locked up for eight seasons. And he's 27. Yeah. So from a age standpoint, like you're saying, he's not the 30-year-old signing an eight-year deal. Right. Like 35, obviously he probably won't be the same player at 35, but don't forget, Derek Jeter played till 40. Nolan Arenado's got more everything than Derek Jeter does right now at 27. So fucking let the guy play you know he i'm he's a ridiculous third baseman i'm sure he'll be uh i'm sure i'm sure at 35 he'll be a top you know 12 defensive third baseman um and fuck even if he can still hit a lick you know he, he wants to move to first or something whatever yeah well bryce harper still hasn't signed with anybody i know now the rumors are the dodgers were back in the mix which i was kind of hoping for like I said, I just wanted to see Shabelli turn on guys not hustling to first base. Just do a Shabelli 180, where he's like, "Well, you know, it's different when he doesn't run to first base because you know he's, the beard's holding him back, and it's hard to run with beard. You know, a lot of more drag from the air, and uh, you know, it's it's not that he's not a hustler. It's that he's uh, saving himself for uh, when he has to run harder in the outfield." Um, I was really looking for the Shabelli hustle thing. Now the Giants apparently back in the mix. The idea was that the Giants were trying to be do the bigger deal for the less years, swoop in and maybe pay him forty million for a couple of years. Now they're talking Giants might be in for ten years on Harper. But I know one thing's for sure, Andy. Um, and thank you to all of the many dirt balls with an American flag in their bio and all the other people that are on the internet. Um, if I learned one thing from you know some of the football famous football players that we've talked about on the show recently Bryce Harper not having signed these contracts yet a 300 million dollar deal a 330 million dollar deal it's pretty obvious that he just doesn't want to play baseball he's not interested in playing baseball you know he wants to pursue other avenues he wants to be you know an under armor salesman uh, he wants to be a uh, you know a, a social justice warrior he wants to uh, sell clown question t-shirts he wants to sell beard cream you know he just clearly doesn't love the game nor care about wanting to play the game and if he did want to play the game he should sign one of these contracts it you know take one of these offers if you care about the game honestly I'm thinking about starting a dirty sports baseball league and are offering him 275 grand for three years and just seeing does this guy have the passion for the game or not because that's how you know. If he's not willing to play for peanuts, then he's not. Then he doesn't care about the game. So sad because I thought Bry- Bryce Harper had a bright future. You know, he was uh, on the start of a Hall of Fame career. I don't know where he fell out of love with baseball, um, but he clearly does not want to play the game. Otherwise, he would take these massive, multi-million, hundred-million-dollar offers. So 
It's too bad. He was a yeah. great. He was a great young player. He's he's falling out of love with the game. I'm sensing some sarcasm from my co-host right now. I'm gonna just let that one lie a little. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I've, I'm I've, just gonna let that sit there and permeate in the podcast universe. They are doing some rules changes, though. I know. I've heard this. Should we shut this window? It is shut. Oh, really? That guy's really, really sawing out there. I told you. So I apologize to anybody who's hearing this. They decide to do this right outside the goddamn smut studio in the courtyard. It's, it's the tops for the studio apartments. The countertops? Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's two Chinese guys who don't speak a lick of English. So if I yell at them, it will do nothing. By the way... I heard uh, that uh, Kevin Garnett and Vince Carter have a bet to see which one can dunk on these guys first. <laughs> I'm about to dunk on them with my fist so we can do this goddamn podcast. I'm about to dunk on them with my fist. <laughs> Those dudes would probably kick my ass. Yeah. Can we build a great wall around these guys <laughs> for the day? <laughs> yeah. I love how you thought the window was open. It's, it's pretty loud. Guys, guys using that saw. Let us know in the comment section. Are you hearing these guys sawing in the background? Um. So what rule changes are going through? I saw they tabled the pitch clock. They did. Which I was very happy about. So the rules that they're looking at, that they're really going to look at, I should say, are the three batter minimum for pitchers. The most offensive thing that's ever been said by any baseball or other sport rules committee ever. What a stupid, what a fucking dumb rule. Like... I don't know. I know you can you can really get in trouble for like violent threats on Twitter and stuff these days. I'm not going to say I'll murder the commissioner if that rule goes through. I'm saying it's a bad rule. Yeah, I'm saying. You, look, you somebody somebody should really consider. You know what that rule is? That's like saying you can't substitute players, linemen in the NFL, yeah. or NBA players. You know when they're shooting free throws, it's the same rule. Yeah, it's, it's horrific. What do you mean minimum it's of three? The battles? dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's a terrible rule idea. Uh, maximum of 13 pitchers on a 26-man roster. Whatever. That's fine. I don't care. If, we're, if we have to bend on the rules, bend on that one. You'd probably agree with some of these. Fewer mound visits. I mean, Shorter inning breaks. Shorter inning breaks, fine. You've been in favor of that. I've been in favor of just fucking, you know, having no break between, like, a couple innings in the game. What about this one? I like this one. Because it's very confusing come baseball trade trade deadline. A single July 31st trade deadline. Um, That's the hard cutoff. I, I'm, I don't mind a, a hard deadline, but I do mind like, yeah, July 31st, I'm, I guess I'm okay with. You're getting pretty close though. Like, yeah, uh, July 31st is fine. So it, it can't be much earlier than that though. Yeah. You know, teams don't know if they're buying or selling in July. What about this one? This is an interesting one. I'm not a fa- I'm not in favor of this at all. Limits on position players pitching. What does that even mean? Stupid. Your your third baseman can't throw a few pitches if your team's getting killed. Yeah, which they might be. Which it, it's like these rules go in uh, opposition of each other. Like everybody's got to pitch three batters. So you bring in your lefty to face a lefty, and then he gives up a home run. And the next thing you know, you got to leave him in for two righties, and then he gets lit up a couple more times. Now the game's out of fucking control, and you can't put in a position player. And oh, and you can't. You can only have so many pitchers on your roster. Yeah. Pick a fucking lane. And then the last possible rule change is a twenty-eight man roster. 
and a 14-pitcher cap in September. I mean, I'm all for I'm all for more rosters. I'm all for more players. I'm all for guys in the minor leagues who make $1,100 a month or whatever it is, getting their, you know, getting some big league time, getting a bump in pay, and and being able to determine if you're a playoff team who should make the postseason roster, and if you're not a playoff team, yeah. what guys you know you should be looking forward to next year when. When your team is out of it in September, there's nothing better than getting a look at the young guys. So that's, that's the stupid. whole point of September. Yeah, stupid. You go to 28 man rosters. Does Moonlight Graham even get that at bat? Oh, it's a good point. Old Moonlight Graham. How many dirt balls he, he got that? He reference? didn't get the at bat. He just played. Does he even get that half inning in the field? When are we going to Field of Dreams? We gotta do it. I know we have a, we have one Iowa dirtball who just jizzed in his pants. The idea of it, I would love Michael. To. Yeah, Peloso. Yeah, well, maybe as part of the uh, tour that we're putting together for the summer. I do all of my a, a good portion of the the uh, ballparks that I have to crank out are in the Midwest. Yeah, you know, you know that I avoid the Midwest like it's like it's Applebee's. So I've got a lot. I think of, we should get our. I think we should get a tour sponsored by Applebee's. <laughs> yes. I'm not even joking. Talk, talk to your talk to your boy fucking Pat McAfee. <laughs> See if you can hook us up with like the Midwest Bureau of Applebee's. We'll just eat we eat Applebee's ribs the whole time. Yeah. It's just two for twenties everywhere we go. Bro. Um I'm totally down to work Field of Dreams in as part of the uh as part of the thing. What city is that outside of? I think it's outside Iowa City. Iowa City? Yeah. What other cities are there in Iowa? Dubuque. Yeah. Ames. Is that it? Yeah. Three cities in Iowa? Des Moines. We forgot Des Moines. That's where University of Iowa is. Right? Or is is University of Iowa in Iowa City? I actually looked at Iowa. University of Iowa. They have a good writing program. Iowa State's in Ames, right? Iowa State is in Ames. Been there. Iowa. Total dump. Iowa is in, who knows where? Iowa City? Not sure. But going back to Major League Baseball rules changes, just rewind a couple episodes ago to what you said, and it was true. You want to make changes, stop charging an arm and a leg for a goddamn beer, a goddamn hot dog. You want more people coming to the ballparks, make it financially efficient. And also just make, just make, give me a reason to go. People show up when it's fucking bobblehead night, you know? Yeah, they sh- giveaways people love. Yeah, people love giveaways. I saw, I think the, is it a Brooklyn, is it the Brooklyn Psycho, Cyclones, which is a Mets uh, single A team, is having notorious B.I.G. bobblehead night. If there are any dirt balls that are in the, the Brooklyn area and can go to notorious B.I.G. Awesome. bobblehead night, I mean, we would, having Biggie up on our bobblehead stand would be epic. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a great idea. Honestly, any dirt balls that are going to any bobblehead games ever, anywhere, get one get an extra for us. We'll, you know, we'll send you back some koozies or whatever. Yeah, you know, love what, it. whatever you need. Cause we we de- we definitely need more bobbleheads in here. We do. Just I, start getting them delivered from all over the world. I was looking at the sod poodle schedule. I was eyeing some dates. 
I like it. Because, well, I didn't realize something. Minor league basically ends a month early. Yeah. And some of them start even later because, like, those those low A's, yeah. those are the guys from the June draft. Sure. No, I'm stoked, man. I'm uh, I'm stoked about spring training. We're, we're still debating about which games we want to go see. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, uh, well, we're definitely locked into the first game, right? That's there's only one option. Is that what we said the first night or the or the second night? There's only one option. Yeah, the second night there's only one option. We're seeing Padres at Dodgers. Well, no, we're gonna arrive for a night game Wednesday night. Right. That's one option. And then Thursday we have some options. There, we have we have we have three options the first night we arrive. We have all kinds of options the second day, and then the second night we're there. It's only one game. So we have one game locked in. Yeah. Whatever the night game is on the 14th of March, I believe it's San Diego at Los Angeles Dodgers split squad. Well, Joe, what you need to do is just pull out your phone, open the SeatGeek app, and see what I'm going to do that, that right is. now. Do that right now. Dirtballs, if you want to join us in Arizona for spring training, hop on SeatGeek. We'll release the schedule of all the games we're going to go to. It's the best app. It's the most efficient app. We love it because it shows you exactly where you're going to sit. To me, that's one of the best things about the app. It's very practical. It doesn't matter whether you're going to a minor league game, major league game, concert, comedy show. SeatGeek will show you exactly where you're sitting in the venue. Best of all, all Dirtballs get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase, guys. So just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek Life's an event. We have the tickets. And once again, if you use promo code DIRTY, I will send you koozies. That's actually what happened with our dirtball up in Edmonton. He used promo code DIRTY on SeatGeek up in Canada. And guess what? He got $20 off up there. Wow. And I noticed Mitch... Got $20 off in Australia. Woo! So to our non-US... To our international dirt balls. International dirt balls. Our, our dirt balls down under and up north. It sounds like... North of the wall. You get an even bonus offer. So I've got the SeatGeek app open here, Andy. Okay. I'm looking at uh, their Cactus League schedule on SeatGeek. So here's what, here's what our options are. The first night we arrive, our options are the Padres at the Angels, the White Sox at the Dodgers, and uh, the Giants at Seattle. And uh, I think we were leaning towards San Diego at Los Angeles, Angels. Yes. Um, but also definitely considering San Francisco at Seattle since um, Laz is a Giants fan. I think I think the, the, what might be the difference is whether or not Bryce Harper gets signed uh, by the Giants. Then the next day, a whole bunch of games that we're looking at the, t- the only real two potential ones are uh, your Cincinnati Reds at the Dodgers and uh, Laz's Giants at Arizona because uh, I've heard that that Arizona slash Rockies ballpark is the best ballpark in the Cactus League. And then there's only one night game the second night we were there, and that is the Los Angeles Dodgers at the San Diego Padres in the Peoria area. So that, that'll be the game we go to night two. The Peoria area is out there. Have you seen that on a map? Yeah. Like, it's nowhere near any of the other stuff. Okay, Joe. We got to just get to the game. Okay. It's that time? It's that time for my 
Currently, my favorite game on the Dirty Sports Podcast, Black Sports Online game, real or fake headlines. Right. Oh, I don't have them up there, bro. No, I know. I'm just... Okay. Let's do it. You're trying to see if I missed something on the rundown. I'm just trying to see what if we uh, yeah, if we had anything else we had I to I feel cover. like you're delaying I, this I know, game. I just want to... You're, you're delaying. so excited for it that you know, you're rushing through things and I want to... So now, how does this work? I've got to decide if you wrote the headline or if... Robert Latal, just like the headline, or one of his writers, or one. Does he have a writing staff? Yes, he has a writing staff. Wow! Just like last time, I have six real black. Do you think that the Black Sports Online writing staff all writes words about a headline and then he puts them all together and that's how they come up with one headline? It's a good question. Again, Robert, we got to bring you in here. Yeah, we got to have a deep dive into because honestly. The headlines are so long that I do believe that there's a possibility multiple people contribute to each headline. That's a good point. I think the the best way to... Which is why he should hire you, because you're doing them all by yourself. Yeah. You're doing the job of 10 men. I know. Many men. Good 50 Cent reference right there. Uh, I don't think Robert sleeps. The guy, is, the guy is posting headlines. The guy's a workhorse. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. There's no sleep for black sports online. Okay, so I have six real headlines and six fake headlines. Okay. Last time you had to guess. To me, the best way to ultimately do this, but we're not going to do it this way, is I read every headline. This is if we had Aaron here. Then we would, at the end, tally up the score. Okay. Because you can gauge how many real and fake. Um, trust me, I'm not keeping track. Okay. So re- I, my brain works at a high level, but not that I'm not going. Yeah, it's one. I'm not counting cards here. Okay. Fucking Rain Man. There's only four Black Sports Online head, headlines remaining. Is this a real or fake Black Sports Online headline? Meek Mill comments on Kourtney Kardashian's in quotes "fat ass" on Instagram. Parentheses Instagram comments pics. That's real. Ooh, that is real. You, I think you gave it away with the quotes. Yeah. I don't think Andy Ruther's quote, like putting things in the air quotes. Well, you'll see. I know. Now I'm saying. You'll see. That's real. That is real. All right. Real or fake headline? Watch Instagram model scream in pain after she visits the Swimming Pigs exhibit from Fire Festival and Pig takes a bite out of her butt cheek. Picks vids. Real or fake? Just talking about the fire festival. I'm going real again. Damn, he's on today. Two for two. It's a great headline. Watch. It's got that specificity that even Andy Ruther can't match. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Now I got to figure out how to stump you. Okay. Real or fake headline? Former AAU coach arrested for having sex with minor blames dating app Tinder because her age was listed as 19. I'm going real again. <laughs> Fake. Gotcha, <Damn>. bitch. Because <laughs> her age was listed as 19. That, I, that smelled like Andy, but I thought you maybe were going to try to trick me by going three in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Two for three. Two out of three ain't bad. You're still doing pretty good. Okay, real or fake? Kim Kardashian wears see-through shirt, then complains about cold weather in Canada. Twitter reacts. He's big on Twitter reacts, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to... You want me to reread it? No, I got it. I'm just trying to... 
I'm going Andy. That is me. All right, three out of four. Three out of four. Okay, real or fake? Offset blames the blogs for making him look like a bad guy for cheating on Cardi B repeatedly and trying to set up a threesome with the female rapper in the IG DMs. Cheating vids DMs. Oof. Is that a real or fake Black Sports Online headline? I'm going real. That is real. I was, I was going to say, if I got that wrong, then you're way too good at this. Like, that was a strong... That, that had all the, the fix-ins for a Black Sports Online headline. Yeah. All right, I'm four for five. I'm you're, fucking crushing right now. You're doing good. Okay. Real or fake? Soldier Boy tells Tigga... Andy. This is Andy. <laughs> I'm going Soldier... Soldier Boy's an Andy pull. Andy. I'm going Ruther. It's not. Oh! Let me finish. Is it Tigger or Tyga? I don't know. Soldier Boy tells Tigger. Tyga? Tyga. This is why I need Robert here. You got to let me know. I'm too white. He, he tells Tyga he played Fortnite. This is a great headline. Soldier Boy tells Tigger he played Fortnite with his son and had sex with Black China. The two exchanged diss tracks, in parentheses, deleted tweets, vids. I might have still guessed you. Soldier Boy, was uh, yeah. th- that, that, that reeked of a Ruther so one. You're four of six. Ugh, that hurts. Okay. Real or fake? Scotty Pippen's ex-wife Larissa spotted making out with up-and-coming rapper Grill Tracks outside of Booth at Nobu in Malibu. Twitter reacts. I'm going Ruther. It is me. You love Twitter reacts now. You're trying- <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Oh. All right, five for seven. Batting average is back up. Five of seven? Okay, real or fake? R. Kelly's first meal after being bailed out of jail was a Whopper with fries from Burger King where he signed autographs and took pictures with fans in Chicago. Uh, just, it, it was not jumbled enough. Was, that's too much of a proper sentence. That's Andy Ruther. Damn. That's too much of a proper sentence. That's a proper if, sentence? If you had taken three words out of that, it would have worked. Read it again. R. Kelly's first meal after being... R. Kelly first meal, you know... Uh, forget Kelly's. He would never had. He would never had apostrophe s. R. R. Kelly first meal post jail. Yeah, that's a Ruther. You've gotten good. So what are you five of eight? Six of eight, sir. Six of eight. Hitting seven fifty. Wow. I'm fucking boss. He's on today. Okay. Instagram model claims Lonzo Ball sent her pictures of his penis. Leangelo Ball tweets at model calling her a tot. <laughs> Is it a thought or a tot? I always pronounce it tot. Is, is it thought? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I thought the H was always silent. I'm going. It's thought? I thought it was tot. I'm going Ruther again. It is me. Yes. How'd you know that was me? <laughs> too, too proper, man. You, it, he's more disjointed. He's more, he's more refrigerator magnet. God damn it. I've gotten bad at this. I'm seven for 10? No, I'm seven for. What am I? Seven for nine. You're seven for nine. Clashing. Okay. Instagram model Deja Hot says Rockets Gerald Green is her boyfriend. He says he's single and flies out new Instagram model to game. I'm going Robert. That is Robert. (sighs) Bro, you're crushing the game. 
Are you eight of ten? I am. All right, two more. Yelp has to. My sh- goal was, by the way, eight of twelve. So I'm already. I've already reached my personal goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm trying to go ten of twelve. Yelp has to shut down reviews of Valencia Love's restaurant after it is revealed she posted R. Kelly's one hundred thousand dollar bond. Wow, it's interesting. You love R. Kelly so much. Well, R. Kelly's in the news a lot. I know. I'm going. You want me to reread it? No, I got it. I'm going Robert. That is Robert. Woo! I didn't even read the in parentheses. Oh, you got to give me that. That's not fair. <laughs> I got it anyway. It would have been too much of a giveaway. The technical headline from Black Sports Online was Yelp has to shut down reviews of Valencia Love's restaurant after it was revealed. I was she, like, Ruth posted Valencia Love. R. Kelly's $100,000 bond in parentheses, one star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know the story behind this, by the way? No. This woman who owns a restaurant, he didn't have the money. He's hurting now. Fin- yeah. Finally, all the shit caught up with him financially. The judge set the $100,000 bail. He sat in jail for, I believe, two or three nights. He didn't have the money to get out. This restaurant owner posted his bail. And when you're stuck in the cell, <laughs> and you're hanging in the cell, someone opened the cell, and she's walking toward the cell. It's a good R. Kelly, R. Kelly prano. All right. Have we done all of them? No, I think that was uh, 11. I think you're one short. Maybe was that it? Uh, the classic Ruther makes me go nine for eleven and calls it. Ruther did nine eleven. Oh no, there's one more. Okay. Should we end on me nine for eleven? Is that what you'd prefer? No, <laughs> you're nine for eleven though. Last one. Leaked info reveals Robert Kraft had woman at massage parlor shove a finger in his butt. Ruther. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Come on. Damn it. Let me read the whole Ruther fake headline. This is what I wrote. Leaked info reveals Robert Kraft had woman at massage parlor shove a finger in his butt. Video being held by Florida law enforcement officials. Twitter reacts. You love Twitter reacts. <laughs> if you go to Black Sports Online, he loves Twitter reacts. Robert, you, hopefully you see this video. We'll pull this from the whole podcast. I want you to be my new best friend. <laughs> 10 to 12. I'm fucking... I might be the best I did in any game since... Uh, what language are these guys speaking? It's pretty good at that one, too. I'm a little disappointed in my performance. Yeah, I am I am a little because disappointed, too. Because you gave me very high praise last yeah. episode how I could be a writer for Black Sports Online. I still think you can. Thank you. Yeah. You're almost like you need less full sentences. They need to be more like what? Like where I always have to read their on their headlines twice. I'm like, what? What is this? I told you, man. When I'm in bed at night, like you know, when you're about to go to sleep, I peruse Black Sports Online headlines. Like, forget dating apps, forget Instagram. I think Instagram. you need to practice a little bit. I think you, what you need to do is you need to start perusing regular headlines and trying to write your own black sports headlines for those. And, ah. be, like, and be like, how would black sports headlines have, have uh, yeah. handled this one? Think like them. Yeah. It's, it's a, good mus- a good muscle to flex. <laughs> yeah. If you want to work for black sports online. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be super long headline writer guy. 
it's not easy to write for for somebody. Got to find their voice. That's what I'm saying. I've yeah. learned that. Trust me. That's. Uh, I think you need to sit down with Robert. Get get back on the same wavelength, dude. Can you imagine? Think about this. Think about think about my resume. Can you imagine if I went from writing for a gay boy band member to writing for Black Sports Online? Talk about range. White comedian, former writer for gay radio show, turns to black <laughs> internet blogger, headline writer. You're, Tra- transcripts and video. You're really good. Twitter off, reacts. You're really good off the top of your head with it. Yeah. I think you'd be a good writer, too. Thank you, sir. Maybe we need like a, jo- like a, like a, a joint. You know, they say it's like a Spike Lee joint. We're definitely gonna have to. This is what happened last time we played this game. For the next couple of days on Twitter, all our all our tweets are gonna be ludicrous, long headlines. The, I know the. Dirt- I also can't wait for you to pull this video, send it to Robert, have him retweet it, and then just have angry black girls underneath that. Remember that random girl is so angry. She's so angry at us that he retwe- that he tweeted back at us because she's just been living it, you know, in a fucking basement in the boogie down Bronx, trying to get Robert Letal to reply to her for fucking five years. White comedians mock Robert Letal. Get reply before girls who has loved him for five years. <laughs> Shaniqua reacts. <laughs> it's all in good fun. Uh yeah. Serious though, I will be DMing him. Man, I'm like a th- I'm like a thirsty Instagram tot. Yeah, fucking thought, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's not tot? I don't know. It's T H O two. I thought T-H-O- it was tot. T H O two. T H O T. I don't know. I don't care. If it's tot, that's pretty cool. You get tater tater tots. They're just like just slutty tater tots. They're really tater thoughts. You know what I've learned about following black sports online NBA players all they do is fuck with Instagram models like half the headlines on black sports online like that Gerald Green one it's all about Instagram models because Instagram models will fuck you if you're super rich that's why Robert Kraft's a douche so I've read from black again from black sports online. It, it's got me privy to all this stuff. Basically, some of these guys like I think Kyle Kuzma has a deal where he'll go on vacation or he'll get these Instagram models, you know, nice seats to Lakers games, but some of them aren't allowed to reveal themselves. Like they can't show their face with him. Okay, it's weird. It's a weird game now. Yeah. Yeah. Like dudes are making Instagram models sign non-disclosure agreements. Wild. Which I like because it's like, yo, I'm putting you in your place. Yeah. You're just an Instagram model. You know, now if I'm dating Beyonce, we can walk around, you can show your face. You can tag me in photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're just an Instagram tot. (laughs) Instagram tot just makes me think of like a child Instagram model. (laughs) So like a little tot. Some chick is just like, that's some R- That's R. Kelly. Yeah, it's R. Kelly. It R. Kelly full- loves Instagram tots. R. Kelly loves Instagram tots. Yeah. It comes full circle. Okay, we have a couple phone calls. I'd like to do a couple dirtball calls. Great. It's going to be a shorter episode. Love it. But You got to hey. go. I got to go. We got shit to do. 
All right, so today's dirt ball. We've, we've calls. got some. We've got some off-air tusting to do today. I always thought the H was silent. We do. We do have some off-air tust, tusting. Tust, tust. Well, tust. Today, today's a big day. Today is Dominican Independence Day. Is that true? It is. We have a call from one of our Dominican dirt balls, and he wants to uh, wants to talk about it. Great. It's your boy SF Prepays. Can we give a little shout out to Dominican Independence Day? All the Dominicans that we did for baseball, Joe Prano. I think you'll feel this. We've been feel, a free country not that long. We're a very small population of probably 10 million people. I'm just going to bullshit. I'm guessing we're one of the higher representative per capita in the MLB. Come on, man. Even though Sammy Sosa disrespects us a little bit by turning on uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> come on, man. Show a little love for the Dominicans in the baseball. No, no doubt about it. The Dominican baseball players are the highest represented. Percentage. I would think so. Um, let's. I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. Let's just get some of the. Robinson Cano, David Ortiz, Sammy Sosa, Pedro Martinez, Vlad Guerrero, Albert Pujols, Miguel Tejada, Tony Jose Perez. Reyes, Juan Marichal, Jose Batista, Manny Ramirez, Nelson Cruz, Adrian Beltre, Felipe Alou, Alfonso Soriano, Bartolo Colon, Hanley Ramirez, Starlin Castro, Tony Fernandez, Edwin Encarnacion, Manny wow. Machado, Gary Sanchez, Johnny Cueto, Julio Franco. Wow. Yeah. I think Tony Perez is Cuban, too. We're talking about Dominicans, Andy, so. <laughs> this is what that call was all about. Yeah. The disrespect. Yeah. The disrespect that I just gave. Yeah. I love Dominicans as a New Yorker. Dominicans everywhere. Good population. Where some the, some of the, my favorite Latino where, people. What, what I, of, I've been to the Dominican Republic. I've told my story about that numerous times. Shout out R. Kelly. <laughs> do you want to reshare that one? No, no, no. What, uh, what are the big boroughs with the Dominican population in New York? Bronx? A lot of Bronx, yeah, for sure. Yeah, a lot of Bronx. Uh, up, upper, uh, upper Manhattan. Some Dominicans up in Harlem, Spanish yeah, yeah, yeah. Harlem. Um, definitely the Bronx. Yeah, probably. I'm sure there's. A, I'm sure there's a bunch in Queens. Yeah, 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 man. Happy Dominican Independence Day. Sure. Is that what it was? I guess so. I think that's what he said. Great people, great country, beautiful country. Oh, I'm sure. Good surf, good beaches. Is it that clear water down there? Ah, it's gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, love the Dominican. Gotta get back. How are the uh, How are the girls down there? Hot. Yeah, yeah. very what's, very attractive. What's the age of consent down there? I don't know. You'll have to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, he mentioned Sammy Sosa. That's another thing I like to do, guys. If you are not following Sammy Sosa on Instagram. You tell me a better former athlete's Instagram handle. He finally was verified. I don't know why it took so... Instagram, get with your times. You bunch of racist. I know it doesn't look like him. It's the it's literally the ghost of Sammy Sosa because he's yeah. so white. They finally verified him. Sammy Sosa has the best Instagram of any former... Definitely any former Dominican. On fire. Yeah. Okay. So we have one other dirtball call. It's a long one, but... A long one? He, I thought uh, we had a 60-second time limit on these. Remember that? Yeah. You were like, what the fuck is going on? Why is your call 90 seconds? Kill yourself. This one's a little longer, but he, he goes into a detail about uh, Patreon. Patreon, okay. So let's let's the hear fusting. From, let's hear from our friend what he, has, what he has to say about our Patreon. 
What's up, Dirty Sports? This is Mark from Wisconsin. Just calling in to talk about Patreon for a minute. I'm uh, one of the subscribers on Patreon, and honestly, I'm considering uh, unsubscribing from Patreon just because it hasn't wow. really, it feels like, at least to me, it hasn't really gotten us anywhere uh, here on DSPN. And I feel like, well, I understand you guys originally created Patreon. You said if we get X amount of Patreon money coming in every month, you do a third episode every week, okay? That didn't happen. Fine. But what I'm, what I'm asking you guys to do is give people a reason to sign up for Patreon. Not asking for a lot. It could be something as simple as once a month you guys do an extra podcast. doesn't have to be crazy like the four-and-a-half-hour debacle that was NBA All-Star Saturday night. doesn't have to be like that. It could just be, hey, Crano's going to come over to the Smut Studio on Wednesday night. We're going to watch the Laker game live. And if you want to watch it, you have to be subscribed on Patreon could be dirtball rankings. You guys haven't ranked the fans and would feel like at least two years. That could be one month. could just be an all dirtball calls episode. Something simple. Another idea you could do, have March Madness. If you, want to, if you want to play against Dirty Sports and March Madness, well, you have to pay up on Patreon just to enter the bracket league. Or even fantasy football. You guys talked about starting some fantasy football leagues next year with other members of DSPN or potentially with some of the fans. Open up some leagues that patrons that the patrons of Dirty Sports can play against each other in. And then you guys can get involved in that too. Not asking for a whole lot. I'm just kind of thinking. I'm paying. I'm not paying a lot monthly for Patreon, but what's the point if I'm not getting anything out of it? You guys say you owe us nothing, and while that's true, it kind of feels like we don't really owe you anything on Patreon if you guys aren't giving us anything extra. So that's all I got to say. Just a couple of suggestions. Stay dirty, boys. And condoms are for, let's see, uh, we'll go with Oklahoma. Just the state and the universe. Um, can I can I start off here, Andy? Yeah, I was hoping to, but that's fine. Oh, you want you want to go for it? I was just gonna say I think you know my uh, idea with Patreon originally, and maybe it is something that we absolutely have to reassess. Is the idea was we weren't going to make anything exclusive Patreon content. We didn't want to separate our audience into saying the people that pay get this much and the people that don't get X amount different. Now, like he said, the idea was if we reach a certain amount, we do three episodes a week. We didn't reach that amount. And I can understand that he is paying for something and he is not getting, well, he feels like he's not getting anything extra to which I will say, you know, the Patreon, the, the you know, Thust Fund donations, whether they come in Venmo or PayPal or the Patreon, that uh, is what we use for things like the spring training trip. So instead of doing an episode from here, you know, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing it from Arizona. We're going to go to the ballparks. We're going to use that. Now, I understand that this guy's like, well, I am paying for that and other people aren't. I totally understand that. My idea was more of a, uh, I guess, a socialist approach to it where everybody's, you know, getting the same thing regardless of how much they pay. But I do agree with him in the sense that there are people who are paying and other people are sort of riding on their coattails. Well, go ahead. Here's my take. By the way, I, I appreciate the honesty, Mark. I'm more f- all for transparency. Um, obviously, I handle all this stuff as far as the money end. Just so you guys know, the 100% truth. We have never taken a penny, and it's not that much money for the record. We, Joe and I have never taken a penny out of Patreon for ourselves, ever. This is where that money goes towards. It goes towards videos. So let's kind of, let's, let's, 
just rewind for a minute so I can put them th- some things in perspective. We used to never have videos. We've now been going live on YouTube for about a year. Uh, the amazing Nick D'Alessandro, who works at a very, very low rate, like, like he's doing us a favor, does amazing videos. Those still cost money. Also, we are doing extra. Like, we yeah. did do this Saturday. We did do the Cowboys-Rams game. We did do... Bears-Rams. Like, yeah. We're going to do March Madness, an all-day marathon. So, so in my opinion, we are doing additional stuff. I think I think if we can sort of come into an agreement here, I think what we uh, both feel like, Mark, is that you have done your part and other people have not done their part. And maybe we should maybe we should uh, reward the people that have done their part, and maybe stuff like that should be a Patreon exclusive, or half of them should be a Patreon exclusive, or whatever. And I'm not necessarily against that. I was against. I was certainly against doing a third episode of our show and having people not be able to listen to it because they didn't pay, and then we go back into the show and we're referencing things from our third episode of the week. I don't really love it when when podcasts do exclusive episodes for just their subscriber, their patrons. Yeah. But you know, March madness, the all-star game, uh, when we, when we call games live, maybe, maybe he's making a good argument. You know, we don't have that many Patreon subscribers, no, uh, we, we uh, don't. patrons uh, to be totally honest. We don't, we and, really don't. And so for, from his perspective, why should I do it when, if I pull out or I lower my thing, I still get everything that everybody else gets. I still get spring training. I still get March Madness. I understand it a little bit. I didn't want to do it. It's not his fault. I feel like it's, you know. Well, the, the truth is on everything, we're not killing the game on ads. We're not killing the game on patrons. So like I said, every little bit does go right back in. So so I think that's important to know. And we've done a YouTube live event. You're talking about once a month. For how many months in a row now? We've done at least one thing. And like Joe said, you know, spring training, we're going to do content. And I'm actually in the middle of creating and trying to produce some more content that's on Dirty Sports Network but might not necessarily be sports-related or other videos that I've talked about Joe doing. So those are things in the works. So just know all that, that, like, I really appreciate every little bit counts. Like, from my perspective, as I look at my spreadsheets, because I have a ton of them, like, I, I, I have to meticulously keep track of this shit, guys, for business purposes. So... On all our expenses or all our earnings or anything that we put in, I watch this shit to a T. And to me, every little bit helps. And that's why, you know, we haven't pushed it crazy, but if you wanted to become a member, it's just Patreon, P A T R E O N dot com forward slash dirty sports. That's why we always say every little bit helps. And, that, and that's the other that's the other problem with me and and saying, hey, this is going to be a Patreon exclusive or whatever, is people send us one-off uh, donations. They're, they're PayPaling us. They're Venmoing us. They're whatever. And I hate to then say, you know, we appreciate those funds, but it's not, you're not set up some, for some sort of monthly thing, so you don't get the bonus. But let me just say, I want to repeat it again. Mark, I hear where you're coming from. 
you specifically and other Patreon folks, it's like, what are you getting out of it? I guess you're getting out, like we've talked about all these things. Um, the only thing is that everybody else is getting it too. So thank you for your monthly support. We will have some uh, backdoor negotiations. I guess we'll have some closed-door meetings well, about whether or not how, how we handle that. Can I hop in the comment section sure. real quick? Because... Nick D'Alessandro, again, who does all our amazing video content, he actually made a comment right now on YouTube, and I thought this is a good point. He said, Patreon is meant for users to show support for the creatives they like. Patreon is never meant to be a, quote, pay and get more. Now, so A lot of people are using it that way. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are using it. A lot of people are using it, but I appreciate what you're saying, Nick, because, yeah, in a way, it is just support. It's basically, let's say somebody is a patron for $2 a month. It's them saying, hey, I like Dirty Sports Podcast. I like when they do videos. I like this. Here's $2 a month of my money. So, you know, again, I don't think we harass people. We're not a massive media organization that has investors behind us. You guys know the drill. We're literally two dudes in a studio apartment in Venice Beach with Chinese guys making a table out in the background. So we're doing our best to obviously get out as much content as we can. And I'm sure sure I can work harder. I feel I work pretty hard on this stuff, but Joe's right. We should have some discussions about it, but... Look, man, I appreciate all the support you've done. I know one thing. Here, here's what I'll say, Andy. I know one thing uh, that Patreon, and I've, I've noticed this on the Joe Prano Patreon page that I'm doing. One thing that's cool is you can you can just go you can go live basically through Patreon, and maybe it's the kind of thing where we just do you know we jump on there once a month, even if it's you or I while we're not together, and answer some sports questions or whatever. Um, I, I get it. I get people that that are paying and then are like, well. I'm paying so that you guys can go to spring training, but everybody else gets to watch you go to spring training too. It's just, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people come in from a lot of different ways. Hey, man, I don't want to sign up for a monthly thing. Can I just give you $100, uh, you know, via Venmo? And then that's like I gave you, you know, eight bucks a month. And I'm like, yeah, but now you're not in, you're not, you know, if we post something on just a Patreon board, now you don't find it. That is the reason, I guess, to do it. We just got to get everybody on the same page. Yeah. So thank you for your call. Uh, I know everybody loves financial donation discussions to end podcasts. Well, I wanted to play it because it was a very yeah. honest call. And again, I appreciate I appreciate all you guys. I mean, that's the truth. I appreciate most of you. People who've donated, <laughs> people who listen. There's no, like, I fully am aware of that. And that's why even like the koozie thing, guys, like, you know, that's showing my appreciation. Hey, you support the show. I want to support you back. Anyway, uh, Joe's right. We're going to end the call on the Dirty Sports Financial Directors Board Meeting discussion. But anyway, the hotline is 310-359-8365. And we will be back Monday, I think. I'll be back Monday, supposedly, barring you know any flights getting canceled for our 500th episode. The big one. Which we have no plans for right now. Well, we'll have a plan. We will? Yeah, we're doing it just for Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be some fucking gangster shit to do that, man. Oh, that'd be punk. And we're everybody. both doing it stark naked, covered in fucking maple syrup. People are like, fuck, I'm subscribing. Yeah. And Goldberg will be back. Yes. <laughs>
You know what we should do? Here's something. Here's an idea for the for the 500. What about putting a putting a open uh, call out to the variety of people that we've had as regulars on the show over the years, and just seeing if everybody wants to pop in for like five minutes. That could be. It's gonna be. It would be a long episode. I mean, how many people really like fit that bill? I'm not saying like the Sean Merriman's. Hey, Sean, you want to come over to the house for five minutes and talk about what dirty sports means to you? But you know, the Tugs, the Yoshi's, the Goldbergs, the uh, who else have been like regulars? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Yoshi's out of town. Oh, Rip Yoshi. He's in a he's in a he's in a bunker somewhere, getting prodded. Something like that. <laughs> Yoshi's like, if you donate to my Patreon, you can shove stuff up my ass, a doctor. <laughs> We'll discuss it. Okay. No guarantees on that. No guarantees. Follow me on Instagram at Joe Prano. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it right now, Andy. You ready? Yes. We're the, doing this. The Przingis. Give your give your thing. So here's what I'm gonna do. There's a. I, I want everybody to know I'm doing this above board. There is a, something on uh, the internet called a random word generator. Okay. I'm gonna hit the random word generator. First word that comes up. Third letter of that word, that's the letter I'm going to use. Third letter of the first word in the random word generator. Then I'm going to go to Instagram. I'm going to go to my followers. I'm going to put that letter in, and I'm going to look for the first name that is not somebody I know is a friend of mine, and that'll be the winner of the Przingis jersey. So, Andy, why don't you do your plugs while I do this? All right. Well, Joe does that. Follow us at The Dirty Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And once again patreon.com forward slash dirty sports if you want to become a patron and again every little bit counts you can follow me at andy ruther on both instagram and twitter and i'm excited 500 guys we've done this we've done five years of podcasts it's very exciting so Andy, I went to a random word generator on Google. I put in a random, I hit the button. The, the random word that came up was valuable. So V. No, I said the third letter. So I went to oh. L and I went to, uh, I went to Instagram. Instagram. I clicked on my followers. I put in L. Lenny. And the first name that came up that I didn't think was a friend of mine is Andrew Little with a Y, L-Y-T-T-L-E. It says, mostly pictures of me at sporting events. Uh, it's little underscore boy 62. Looks like he's a Chiefs fan. So Little I'm, underscore boy 62. L-Y-T-T-L-E underscore boy 62. Uh, Andrew Little, if you are a dirt ball and you are reading or hearing this, uh, slide into my DMs. You're the winner of the Chris Tapps Perzingis Knicks jersey. Congratulations. And also congratulations on having a really creepy Instagram handle for pedophiles. Yeah. I'm going to message him right now. Uh, it's not necessarily over. I'm just going to ask him. Does he have 48? I'm going to say, are you a dirt ball? Does he have 48 hours to respond? Or 24? Uh, he has he has till the next episode, and then we redraw. All righty. So everybody knows it's above board. That is the episode. That's the episode. I'm on Instagram at Joe Prano. I'm on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Uh, we're gonna be in 
Spring training, 13th, 14th, 15th. Slide into the DMs. Let us know if you want to, uh, you know, hang out at a game, smash some beers with me and Laz, hang, you know, eat some Cracker Jacks with Ruther. Uh, Fantasy Springs Casino the following weekend in Indio, California. And then, of course, uh, Alaska in the first week of April. And if you happen to be a dirtball in Los Angeles and you're hearing this tonight, today, the Wednesday that we are recording it, are we putting this out today or are we saving for tomorrow? The, yeah, the YouTube, we're live. So YouTube's live. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, you got a show at the Westside Comedy Theater tonight, Just for Laughs, Montreal Comedy Festival Showcase. Uh, come on down to that. That's it. Yeah. Prano out. All right, guys, that's the episode. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great weekend. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>